was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. here, broadcasting live from the penthouse suite of the DDP Radio Megaplex right here in beautiful uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, where I currently am. But DDP Yoga is worldwide. we got uh, Canada on the line. we got two people up in New York. we got people listening all over the world. We're going to have a hell of a show tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun because you guys know the deal. You guys have been listening long enough, which or at least I'm going to let my ego and allow myself to believe that you have, to know that every quarter we have a very special show where we bring back one of the DDP Radio OGs. Uh, Stacey Morris hosted the show forever, along with uh, Dallas and, and Robert and myself and Sparky. And uh, we bring her back every, one, every quarter. But um, the deal is, if she's going to come back, she's going to bring us someone really interesting and really special. And uh, she always does that when she brings Nancy into town. And Nancy is one of those people that is uh, just one of those wealth of information. That uh, I was talking to Crystal before I went off the air, on the air, and she was just saying, like, she, she sits down with a pen and paper before every time Nancy gets, comes on the show because uh, there's just so much she, she you know, Jots down and wants to listen to uh, after the fact. So we got a great show tonight. We got Nancy Gilberte. We got Stacy Morris. Uh, but first, I'm going to intro my uh, co-host, uh, Crystal Stewart, all the way up from Canada. Uh, if it sounds like I'm distracted, my cat is literally attacking my, my <laughs> cords. And Katie, <laughs> hello, Crystal. <laughs> Uh, hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got I got the cat wranglers in here, so <laughs> there you go. Um, anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. It was a dis- distraction. Um, and with, without further ado, we're going to bring them on right now. Of course, you know her as yep. the uh, longtime co-host of DDP Radio. Um, she's a, a, a published author. She's got the Clean Comfort, Sweet Comfort cookbooks, and I'm sure she's got a ton of other stuff in the work. She's always got something going on, and she is one of my favorite people in the world. And so many people who either listen to the show or are part of DDP Radio were directly influenced at one time or another by uh, Stacy Morris. So uh, yep. welcome back to the show. Stacy. how are you? Hey, it's great to be back, and uh, thanks for that nice intro. I couldn't have done what I did without the community support and without a good nutritionist. So it's perfect. And- that's where uh, our, our other guest comes in tonight because we're lucky uh, for the past several years we've had Nancy come on every quarter. And she's such a cool way to kind of break into the new season because new seasons bring new challenges from both eating and health-wise and nutrition-wise, um, different atmospheres, different people, different places in their lives. And uh, it's awesome to kind of kick off spring, and she has so much information that we're going to uh, learn tonight. And I know Stacy is so uh, – so good with that kind of stuff, the nutrition stuff, and, and you guys can create a really great dialogue that will help out a lot of people in the DDP Yoga universe. So I'm going to introduce you now. Nancy Gilberte got uh, .com, excuse me, um, and Nancy Gilberte on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, welcome our guest. Nancy, how are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, real quick before we get into it, I uh, just want to real quick, I know that Dallas is very much tied in the pro wrestling world. We lost uh, Bruno San Martino today. He was a legendary yeah. professional wrestler, 80, 82 years old. And I bring this up for a reason. You know, he was one of the biggest stars of all time. Like, in his day, he was bigger than Hulk Hogan. But at 82 years old, um, you looked at pictures of him from several months ago or maybe a year ago. This guy was so staunch, anti-drug, anti-steroid. He actually 
sued company because of the steroid position they took. And he was so clean over the years. And if you look at him from two years ago at 80 years old, he looked better than 90% of most athletes in their 40s. And it's one of those things that sometimes, you know, I get depressed thinking about fading off into old age. And, and people like Bruno, um, who have had a hell of a career, are a constant reminder that you can age gracefully and you can age powerfully and you don't have to just fall into the recliner and, and wilt away. You can be active and have a great um, physical, you know, life up until your 80s and 90s and they're not what it used to be. But rest in peace, Bruno San Martino. That guy was a physical specimen and just one of those people that just lived the lifestyle, was healthy, worked out, took care of himself, and really um, flourished into his 80s. Yeah. He's going to be missed. Yeah. And from what I've heard about him, very nice guy. And I saw a picture of him, and he absolutely looked robust, just really yeah. healthy, obviously took great care of himself, and I'm sure he ate well. Um, and that's that's what Nancy's all about. And for those of you, for first-time listeners, her last name is spelled G-U-B as in boy, E-R-T-I, nancyguberti.com. And if you go to her website, you'll see all her social media links. And uh, she always is posting videos, tips. Uh, she has seminars going on. So it's a, it's a lot of information there. And if you follow her, you'll get daily tips and info. And um, she's right here now, which is the best. That's always the best to get to talk to her. Yeah. And, Nancy, I know you always are studying. You're just constantly taking in because the landscape of, of the nutritional world and the food world is always changing. And there's always a new trend, a new superfood, a new food to avoid. You know, you know the drill. So maybe we could just start by you telling us what's new or, or if there's anything that we really should be knowing right now about food or supplements or both. Okay. And I will take the intro about living um, healthy into your later years because I have been working with believe it or not, 80 and 90-year-olds. And it's very fascinating to see when you look at food, you know, lots of times we look at it for weight management or we look at it for um, giving us energy and we look at it for muscle building. But when you look at long-term, food and supplements can also help you with um, preventing dementia and Alzheimer's. And as people live longer into, you know, their 80s, 90s, and further along, the worst thing in the world would be if you have your body but you've lost your mind and you don't um, remember things or remember your loved ones. So research has come out that certain foods could actually kill your brain neurons and certain foods can enhance them. And, um, and that's, that's really um, a fascinating to me because the functional medicine testing that we do on dementia prevention um, will show if there's neurotoxicity going on in someone's body. And we could link that back to certain foods. So um, if anyone's listened to me before, you know that I am one for a gluten-free um, eating regimen and one for casein, dairy-free eating regimen, as well as I'm against corn, organic or not. And these foods, like the gluten and the corn, actually cause um, neurons to die. They actually excite them to such a high mm -hmm. level that they become toxic. So when we think mm -hmm. about our food, we really want to look at short-term as well as long-term. And if we're always eating fast foods, um, if you're younger, you may not feel the effects, and then you may. But over the long term, there's actually damage going on beyond what we think, beyond just weight management. It actually does affect our thyroids, our hormones, our uh, neurons, um, every part of our body. So if um, 
we go into looking at what foods to stay away from, what are really toxic. I'll just give you like the top five would be anything that if you're eating meats and you know, there's a lot of people that are vegan and a lot of people that are meat eaters and and <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. it's nice to be in between. Um, usually one side is, you know, pro only their side. Um, if your body can actually get all the nutrients from eating one particular way. But if you are eating meat, then you want it to be as clean as possible. So you want it to be at least free range um, where the animals aren't getting antibiotics and growth hormones Best would be if it's grass-finished, meaning the animal, especially for beef, only had grass because now you're getting really great nutrients for your muscles but also for your brain. So that would be something that you want to look at going into spring, going into hopefully if we ever see summer, you want to think about detoxing. And you could actually detox by cleaning up your eating regimen. And um, this is where I love Instagram. So I'm always looking at Stacy's Instagram post because she puts out such amazing food items and they always get me so hungry. Um, you know, looking at clean food, looking at those hashtags on that on Instagram will bring you back to say, oh, okay, I could still eat this, but it could be clean. So I would. Um, encourage everyone going into this um, season is all about cleaning up one's eating regimen and that will help you detoxify and that will give a break to your liver and that actually helps with weight management. Another thing to look at is you don't want to eat anything that has any genetically modified organisms um, because there also is something called glyphosate and glyphosate is a pre-harvest spray that is linked to all degenerative diseases, cancers, um, as well as weight management issues, as well as Alzheimer's and and brain um, health. And that is not going to be on the label. So how you avoid that is eating organic. So um, look at the um, items that you are eating and see if you can find um, organic, that would be much better. Again, that will help you detoxify and lessen your pesticide load in your body. Then there's always, you talk, Stacey, about um, different fads, and some people are like, oh, you have to eat all these fats, these healthy fats. That's how you're going to lose weight. Or you have to um, have the ketogenic diet, or you have to do fasting. And what I say with all of those is you really need to know how your body functions because if there was a cookie-cutter approach that worked, (laughs) for everybody, then that would be the end of it, right? That would, there wouldn't be a need for um, Weight Watchers or a need for the ketogenic diet or the need for, oh, only eat these healthy fats or, oh, only go gluten-free. No, you have to really understand your body. And if you can't do functional medicine testing, then it's best to get a journal, and really document what you consume on a daily basis, how you feel, how much exercise you do, how much drinking of water are you doing. Put it all together and then write down your symptoms, your triggers, your food cravings so you could get more in tune with your body because fads really don't, Um, They don't last, and it's because they are not a blanket approach for everyone. We are individualized, and we really need to see that. So I used to see a lot of people that would come into my office saying, oh, we read this book, and it talks about healthy fats, and if you eat all these healthy fats, you're going to lose all this weight. And um, what happened for many of them is they were gaining weight. And then Mm -hmm. when we ran testing, it showed that they couldn't break down the fat. So you have to really look at um, you have to really look at what a product is and and how it's going to work. You know, so there's even like this coconut um, yogurt that they 
they really try to sell themselves off as being the most amazing probiotic, but in coconut um, yogurt form. And it's really a fad when you break it down. Um, if you took a capsule of a probiotic, you would get more about that. And I, I wrote that in a blog a while ago. But um, there are so many products out there that are very misleading. And, you know, so I would say if it sounds too good, it probably it probably yes. isn't truthful. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and you, you, what you're saying really is that the our insides kind of mimic our fingerprints in that we're all unique. Yeah. And there's there's no way we could we could all benefit from one blanket um, one blanket approach. And you mentioned functional medicine testing. Um, can you just explain briefly what that is? Because I've been doing it for the past several years, and I found out things that kind of blew my mind, like what you just mentioned, um, that I can't process fats all that easily. And I didn't think I had a problem with that until I got tested. And that's why, so we have the regular, like a CBC, which is a complete blood count, and that's what most um, physicians will do at an annual physical. And so it has some benefits, right, especially if it's fasting. Um, if you haven't eaten and you've taken this blood test, it'll show your glucose. Or if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, it'll show your cholesterol. Um, it'll, it'll show different things. But it does not give you the information of how is your body functioning, how does your digestion, how is it? Is it optimal? Can it break down your um, fats, right? Because we need healthy fats in our body. Every part of us needs that. It doesn't show our GI health, um, the regular blood test. So functional medicine testing is run by a lab. Um, there's one particular test that I love. It's the organic acid test. It checks 74 markers. It's going to show you if you have beneficial bacteria, if you have bad bacteria, if you have any um, yeast or fungal overgrowths. It will then go into metabolism. Are you are you taking the food energy? So the nutrients from your food turn into energy. We call that the ATP cycle of the Krebs cycle. Can your body process that food to turn it into energy? Can it absorb the nutrients? And we can determine that by looking at your vitamin C, your B6, your B12, all these different nutritional markers if you're able to absorb. And then it goes into looking how your adrenal system is because our adrenal system is so important not only for the fight or flight mode, not only for our mood regulation, but it's also very important for our focusing our thinking, um, because it, it, it is attached to our neurotransmitters, which are our serotonin, our dopamine, and so many more. Um, and then it checks amino acid absorption, as well as detoxification, liver pathways one and two. So there's so many things that this will show you across so many different systems within your body. And from that, you can then work at what is um, overgrown, reducing that, and what's deficient, increasing that, but really getting to the root cause. So if you have mm -hmm. an absorption issue, it doesn't matter what you eat or what supplements you take, you're not absorbing it at 100%. Why, yeah, why haven't I heard of has... Oh, sorry, Stacey. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, why, why don't I know about this? Why isn't this more widely talked about it, it makes so much sense when you know when you go to when you have cancer you go to a cancer doctor if you're suffering from an autoimmune disease you go to that doctor why is it with like illnesses we have this very specific treatment plan but when it comes to people being unhealthy or overweight the blanket thing is well you just gonna eat better like this makes so much sense that different people require different fine tuning and the fact that i don't know anything about this is kind of mind-boggling you think this would be the approach we've taken for a long time 
Well, there's a few there's a few reasons why, and I posted this on my business uh, Facebook page the other day as well as Twitter, where um, Goldman Sachs and I used to work at Goldman Sachs many years ago. An analyst at Goldman Sachs said there is no money, no profit in healing. Nope. There's only profit in treatment. So they were saying how cancer and how um, hepatitis and disease that they could transfer, diseases that you could transfer, as well as cancers, because there's so much money in that. There's so much money in diabetes. So no one is really saying, oh, okay, let's get to the root cause of all of that. Let's look at your functioning. So, and I, I've seen this through the past 18 years. I've seen this many times, time and time again. Um, if a woman comes in with a cyst in her ovaries, they want to remove it. They want to do surgery. They want to do this. Okay, why is that happening? Is there an imbalance with her thyroid hormone adrenals? Here's these enzymes that could help, you know, take away that additional inflammation and that additional tissue, perhaps you want to try this approach first. For the cancer patients I see when we run this test, they're always, always deficient in glutathione, the major antioxidant to protect you against degenerative diseases. For the Alzheimer's vulnerable patients, they always have brain excitotoxicity. So, you know, for weight management issues, it's not necessarily willpower or making the wrong choices. It's that their body is not functioning optimally. So the unfortunate thing is that there's no profit, number one. Once you get your treatments, you're going to see progression. And number two, um, many conventional doctors don't know this. So, like, I have doctors from Montefiore Group that send their patients to get the testing done because they don't run the test. They don't know how to interpret the test. But I think the world would be a better place and people would be healthier if we did know more about this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with the adrenal system, you know, adrenal system, there's so many people that have adrenal overload, have imbalances, burnout. We live in a very stressed world. And many people um, work. They have um, significant others. They have family members they need to take care of. They're running here, there, everywhere. I mean, I'm a fan of technology, but then there's like an addiction to technology or there's no downtime. Um, So that also stresses the adrenal system. And when there's this imbalance, it does start to spiral because it will affect our thyroid, which then can affect our weight, which also will affect our hormones, which then can affect our sleep, our sex drive, everything. Mm-hmm. So it's this, it, you know, again, we look at the systems, um, and I know that, Stacey, you wanted to talk about um, adrenal fatigue and burnout and, and all of that, and I believe that many people don't even realize that they have these symptoms. I I think we all do. I mean, I think no matter what your age group is, whatever way you eat, overweight, underweight, I think we all have it to a certain extent, and a lot of us don't know it. And then it sets off that upset of the apple cart that, you know, everything else gets out of balance internally. And I know for me, when I'm not feeling my best, what do I want to do to feel better? Eat. You know, it's like, so I, I know for me it's very important to have everything as balanced as I can. But even so, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm human. I have, I, you know, I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> I wish I had, you know, the money to get massages all the time and de-stress myself and yada, yada, yada. But what, what can be done I know there are supplements, but are there foods also that can help to nourish and heal fatigued adrenals? 
And that's a, that's such a great question. So you always want to really uh, the food regimen for adrenal fatigue symptoms. You want to make sure that you stay away from sugar and artificial sweeteners, um, mm-hmm. and you want to stay away from those simple carbohydrates that turn into sugar. You really want to give away, give up the starchy carbs um, and get rid of gluten as well because it does affect your adrenal system and can um, really exasperate adrenal fatigue. Um, you want to get away from processed and microwaved foods um, because those are nutrient um, deficient. Um, and it also does wear out your body's energy and digestion cycle, um, as well as, well as processed meats. So you want to look to, you know, uh, for adrenal support, you want to look at the grass-finished beef, the free-range chicken or turkey. Um, you definitely want to eat balanced. You want to stay away from soybean oil, canola yeah. oil, and corn oil because they're very highly mm-hmm. inflammatory which leads to adrenal inflammation. So you want to look to your coconut and your olive oil. That would be better. Um, If you do have butter, make sure it's organic. And then there are some superfoods that are great for adrenal health, and those are um, coconut, olives, avocado, your cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, your fatty fishes like wild-caught salmon, Um, Like I mentioned before, the free-range chicken and turkey, bone broth is something that's really good, Um, walnuts and almonds, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds. Then you go to kelp and seaweed. Um, Probiotics are definitely going to help here, Um, sauerkraut, your fermented foods. And then some sea salt um, can help balance out um, medicinal mushrooms, can also help, um, you know, and th- that's a nice range of foods that you can that you can start to have, as well as supplements and herbs that would be great, uh, like magnesium. You know, we all need magnesium, and I believe so many people are magnesium deficient. So a magnesium, a vitamin C that's uh, not made from corn, a vitamin D. Um, a good fish oil if you could absorb it, otherwise take an enzyme with it. And then you look at rosemary, uh, selenium, basil. Uh, these are really good for um, really supporting your adrenal system. And then you just want to look at how you could have an adrenal supportive lifestyle. So, you know, you definitely need sleep. Um, you need to have a balance of, you know, a life-work balance, be able to socialize, be able to have some me time. Um, You know, you want to reduce caffeine and definitely reduce sugar. Um, Avoid negative people, you know. Uh, You know, take time for yourself, whatever that is, even if it's walking outside exercise yoga in particular can definitely help um and you want to um try to stay away from the electronic devices right before you go to bed best to stay away from them for two hours and really listen to your body and not push yourself too much yeah definitely um in addition to eating well and the supplements uh, you know, it's so important to take care of yourself emotionally. And for me, stay away from triggers like watching the news at certain hours. You know, I get little bits of news and that's it. I don't have it on all the time. Um, I have a really beautiful picture on my desk. And when I have to get to my email, I, there are all these clickbait headlines. A lot of them are horrendous. And I, I deliberately turn and look at this picture and not the headlines. I mean, little things like that absolutely add up and help. But you, you have to be very proactive and protective because it's, it's like a manipulative world out there. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, if you listen to negative music and negative 
um, news um, and read negative stuff on um, social media, that's what's filling up your mind. And, you know, you really want to fill it up with positive things. So you have um, implemented a strategy that works beautifully for you, and and that's what everyone needs to know. We need to be aware. We need to be aware of our feelings, of our surrounding, and then implement such strategies like Stacey's talking about. Um, Otherwise, if everything's all negative, you're going to get down, and your adrenal system um, so it, adrenal fatigue is caused by high levels of chronic stress, and that's what's going on if your whole environment and your mind and everything is surrounded by negativity. It will turn into chronic stress, and then it forces the adrenal glands to overproduce or underproduce cortisol, which is our stress hormone and it happens at all the wrong times and that's when people aren't sleeping right and 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 you know you could snap basically and that's not what we oh, want yeah. no yeah and you know i always thought adrenal fatigue had to do with being in a, a fight or flight state of mind and i was at a seminar recently and um the speaker was saying that you can get over time uh, adrenal burnout just from being self-judgmental. Oh, yeah. And that that kind of rang true for me. And I'm like, wow. So all these years since childhood, you know, uh, ever since I started dealing with weight issues, I've been really hard on myself. And uh, so you don't have to be in that your heart is beating, you know, fight or flight. It can just be little, little subtle insidious digs you're taking at yourself that can, that can whack away at your adrenals. So that was very sober. It was a really great wake-up call for me, though, because um, I, I, it really, I think, sent me in a direction of I've got to really start taking care of my adrenals. They've been mistreated all these years. Right, and you know what? It takes a toll um, because they say if it's minor adrenal fatigue, it could take up to nine months if you make all these life style changes, eating regimen, and the support of supplements. If it's moderate, um, it could take 18 months. And then if it's severe, it could take at least 24 months. So I always, you know, if you could go back to childhood and think that when this happened and for how many years, then, you know, even if you cut that in half, you know, the years in half, that's, that's a long time that, you have to consciously be working on this. But better to start today than not start at all because yeah, right. having right. that chronic adrenal fatigue or imbalance um, then leaves your body vulnerable to other issues, other health issues, um, and that's a problem. It seems to Stacy, you're talking about that. That often it may seem like you're 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 experiencing things and, and your body's out of whack or you're not feeling good, which will help perpetuate that kind of self judgment. I mean, I, my whole life I've I've identified myself as an egomaniac with an inferiority complex, and I feel like that I find myself when I'm not feeling good, I will start focusing on how I'm not feeling good and, and well, I can't do this now and, and that'll bring you down. So is it the, you know, the chicken or the egg is, is the, 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 your body out of whack causing you to have these self doubts or is, or the self, you know, judgment, or is it, you know, vice versa? It's, um, you know, I think oftentimes the way we feel directly affects the way we feel about ourselves and, and the self-esteem or the self-worth we feel within ourselves too, because I know I've struggled with that too, especially, you know, <clears throat> dealing with some health issues in the past couple of years, I've realized I've been down on myself in a way that I don't usually typically get. So, you know, you think when you're feeling better, you kind of have that pep in your step that allows you to kind of give yourself a little bit more of a, you know, well, we can do this. We got this step attitude. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. And- 100%. Don't you see that, Stacey? Like, if you feel yeah. good, 
you could accomplish anything. The minute you feel sick, you're right. Mm-hmm. You just start to think of, like, it's just, it turns into one big pity party where you just keep yep. reminding yourself of every selfless, you know, you're not mm-hmm. worth anything, This and it keeps going on and on and on, and it's, it's, it's not good. That's the floor we have in our brains. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm convinced humans are floored <laughs> with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's definitely, if we allow it, we can really run with that tendency. And, um, you know, everyone has their own way of of handling it. But I had to just simply put the car in reverse in, in terms of what I was saying to myself and start saying opposite things, even if I didn't believe them at first. I had to start somewhere. You know, and that's what um, EFT, it's called Emotional uh, Freedom Technique, where you actually, mm-hmm. you the minute a negative thought comes into your mind and now you're going to let it, you know, constantly play, you replace it with a positive one. Um, mm-hmm. I had um, interviewed this scientist who started her own, it's called EFT Tapping Method, it was fascinating, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you could do it with children and adults and everything else, and I actually was at a conference with this, with the gentleman who created the whole um, Emotional Freedom Technique program, and there was a woman who was overweight, and the, she got to the root issue was when her, she would bake cookies with her mother, and when her mom died when she was young, that's how she would not be lonely for her mother. She would bake cookies. But wow. then she'd eat all the cookies. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it was getting to, it was almost like functional medicine, but functional medicine of our minds and unlocking what, is, what are we using to sabotage or what, how, where are these negative thoughts coming from. And it was really fascinating to see. So um, it's great, Stacy, that, you know, you put the car in reverse and you say, no, no more to this negativity, you know, about myself or anyone else for that matter. Um, how can I replace it with something positive? I think that's great. That breaks the cycle. Yeah. I mean, that's what well, we need, good physical food and we need good emotional food and um for an emotional eater like me, that that was a really big part of the puzzle for for healing. In, in yeah, upstate New York, where I think you guys, or near where you guys, uh, there was a comedian Barry Crimmins. He was, uh, you know, famous comedian out of Boston, and he passed away recently of, of cancer. And uh, he was uh, he actually testified in front of Congress for kind of really opened the door to the you know child pornography trafficking on the internet and kind of testified was an amazing person, but he passed away recently. You got a chance to watch a documentary he did, but he was so in tune to like human, the human mind. And he just had a poetic way of, of doing, you know, talking about it. And he had this quote that I actually have here that reminded me of it. And uh, it's kind of amazing how our minds and our body have this way to self-regulate and kind of just, you know, he has this quote says, when you meet people and they behave oddly or they have these weird quirks or whatever it is they're doing, if you figure out where they come from, what happened to them, whatever their deal is, you realize the sanity at the source. Instead of this behavior being insanity, it's ingenious. It's a survival technique. And I think that's kind of like, it's a perfect, like, you know, our minds are so powerful that we compensate the pain by, you know, whether it's eating or or whatever it is, but whatever our quirks or our bad habits are, whether it's health-wise or emotional or, you know, depression or stuff, it's our body just trying to cope with, the at, at its core, the sanity it's trying to balance itself out to. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's wow. So true. I always say the mindset. If you come in with the right mindset, that's half the battle. You know, when someone comes in and they find this, you know, getting their health in order, their weight in order, whatever the, you know their goal is. If they come in with it more like this is a challenge and I can, I have the I can mindset, they achieve it. Yeah. But, you know, and, and they may have that mindset at the beginning, but then it dies off and then they plateau. 
you know, and that's where, you know, Stacey, I know you do coaching. That's where I, you know, always like get an amazing coach, and Stacey would be amazing. So you mm-hmm. need someone mm-hmm. on your journey. You know, I, I, I like to, I, I love looking at the science and looking at the functional medicine and putting together a strategy. But then that individual really needs to be mentored, to be coached when they start thinking negative, when those uh, thoughts come in their mind. And you need a cheerleader. You need someone cheering you on and saying, yes, you can do it. This is okay. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, normal. But now let's get you back on track. Don't get derailed forever. And and that that goes into that. And that that is, to me, I I think this is science. It's not just... uh, positive thinking and um you know woo woo stuff i mean I, I don't know if i've mentioned this on the show but there's that famous documentary by the japanese uh dr emoto who discovered oh, how water. freezing water and sending sending you know certain words to the water changed its molecular structure either for the good or the bad and and the Water that got the positive words like love, kindness, peace, uh, when it was frozen and put under a microscope were these beautiful, you know, snowflake-like crystals. And conversely, water that got negative messages like bad, stupid, you know, um, things like that were like these dark blobs. I mean, it was absolutely a different structure. So to me, that's science. And yeah. if that's not incentive to send yourself a few kind words, I don't know what is. Um, but that brings me to the next thing I wanted to touch on, which is water. And I know that's, you know, the, obviously probably the best thing we can drink. But I wanted to get your take on this, Nancy, because I've met, as you know, I've made lots of changes with my food in the last 10 years. And 2019 is going to be 10 years for me, which is mind-blowing. And I've made gradual changes, changes I can live with. But at the same time, there's part of me that, you know, I only have a a finite number of rules I'm willing to follow. So when I heard somebody say last week, you're not really supposed to drink water right after a meal. You've got to, you know, you either have to drink a bunch of water before you eat or wait an hour till after you eat because of the digestive enzymes. Like if you drink during a meal, it waters down the enzymes in your saliva and you won't digest your food as properly. It it sounds plausible, but I'm like, I don't know if I can deal with one more rule. So (laughs) could you you tell us how how important this is or isn't? I'm I'm really curious. So... You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of rules around water to begin with. How much water should you drink? And you know, is there too much water? Too little water? And now we add this one in. So they always say it's best to have water before the meal because first that helps. No, number one, fill you up. Um, as far, but it, this is the thing. If you're when people do that, if they think about that so much, they're going to, like, be dying to have water during the meal. And then they're going to feel like, oh, my God, so can I only have a sip or this or that? And they may deprive themselves. You know, they may actually need some liquid in them, some water. Otherwise, they may, might, may be getting dehydrated. Um, too much water, and I'm talking about way too much water, is not good for us either because our kidneys can only eliminate a certain amount of water per hour and then we could actually water down our electrolytes. When it comes to digestive enzymes, what I have seen is that many people are depleted in digestive enzymes from the get-go. It also depends on the food that we're eating, right? So, um if the food is nutrient void, it doesn't really matter 
if we're drinking water during this meal or not during the meal because we're not going to be breaking anything down and we're not going to be getting any nutrients from it. And this is where I feel that the rules um, don't always uh, apply or cannot be used across the board. So there's lots of meals that are watery to begin with. And that's fine. Um, Drinking water actually does help your stomach liquefy food, which aids in digestion and nutrient absorption. So it it can also prevent constipation and bloating by softening up the stools and keeping your digestive tract lubricated. So here I I would not want you to... um, uh, I, I wouldn't want it to be, you know, black or white you, as mm-hmm. opposed to listening to your body and how are you when you're eating? Do you need a sip of something or don't you? Um, because if you don't have protease to break down protein, that's the enzyme. If you don't have amylase, if you don't have lipase, and these are all the digestive enzymes to help break down, it really at this stage then would not matter um, when we're having our water. So that's that's what you want to really look at and make sure you're not getting dehydrated. So I would advise to hydrate um, before, so drink um, before your meal, and then if you need some water during your meal, okay. Um, I don't think that a part, you'd be having like a half a gallon or something in between the meal because then you're going to get full. Um, and then mm-hmm. afterwards, depending on if the food, if you're eating out or if you salt your foods a lot, you you may actually need water, and that's going to help with digestion as well. So. I'd be more interested in in the mindful eating approach and and really listening to your body. And, and, and again, you could journal that as well. Nancy, I have a question here about water, if you don't mind, if you have a moment just to ask or just to answer this question. Okay. Um, It was just, um, so this person um, was wondering about the temperature of water. There seems to be some confusion about ingesting cold water is better for you or warm water is easier digested or whatever the case may be. Does Can you touch on temperature of water and if that really makes a difference? Yes. So, like, when you wake up in the morning, it's nice to have um, warmed water, especially with a squeezed lemon, because that will actually help the elimination process. It's a Mm -hmm. really great detox. But there are some people, and this also, um, if we look at someone with thyroid issues, they usually tend to go with uh, lukewarm water. Um, They particularly don't like, again, majority, um, don't like colder water. A lot of people have a preference to the water. you know, lukewarm water is is usually, um, we think about our temperature and what works best. Um, so I would look at, you know, again, I would look at it more, we don't want to put the body into shock one way or right. the other. What works right. best with the body is is really how you're going to absorb it best. That's awesome. Thank you. We, well, yeah, that's a great question. I was actually curious about that too. And we, we were, we talk about you know as we're talking about water here. I, I've got the the TV on mute uh, right in front of me, and I'm seeing these stories coming up about this bombshell water thing in, in Chicago. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about that, but um, kind of makes you wonder mm-hmm. about like you know back in the day we, we were trying to fill, we we scoffed at the idea of bottled water. There's a huge bombshell thing that 70% of Chicago's water fl- water supply today has just been uh, discovered to be tainted with 70% of uh, with uh, toxic levels of lead. 
And uh, wow. people in Chicago, yeah, it's like supposed to be one of the worst water crises ever. It's kind of, The news is kind of breaking about it right now, but it's supposed to be, like, devastating. Chicago, 70% of their water supply is tainted with, like, really bad lead poisoning. Um, well, and, look at Detroit. Yeah, right? Yeah, well, Flint, yeah Michigan and stuff too. like that. Yeah. It, I, and, we, used, I, when we used to scoff at the idea of bottled water. I remember when I used to be selling water in bottles, but... Is that actually, you know, you know, buyer beware type of thing? Is the filtered water, is that any legitimacy to it, or do they have their own industry issues, you know, cutting corners, <laughs> or what are we actually getting when we're getting filtered water? Well, <laughs> you know, matter? so I've interviewed many companies, and just to one note about the temperature, I just want to make a note that when uh, cold water passes through your stomach faster, which means your intestines, uh, your intestines absorb it quicker, um, mm-hmm. but also the blood vessels shrink, so it may restrict your digestion. So um, lukewarm water is going to help break down your food, aid with elimination, and may even help lose weight while improving your blood circulation. Just wanted to make that note. Going on to the filtered water or bottled water, you have to do one's due diligence by calling the company up. So when there's um, several companies are like from Pepsi or Coca-Cola, you call them and find out, ask them for their papers. Lots of soda companies that now offer um, the bottled water, you end up finding out it's tap water, and then they may add a few minerals in it. And then you have to look at, okay, spring water. So you call them up and you see what do they test for? What are they? Are they checking for lead? Are they checking for arsenic? Do they check for parasites? Water is so tricky. Um, tap water <laughs> is is another thing um, where many times they have to add chemicals and whole filtration process just to get the disease out of it. So then you say, well, how is that spring water any better? Well, what about well water? So you really want to, if you're drinking bottled water, call the company up and see what research they're doing. And then you also, you know, this is all a corporate uh, corporation, buyer beware, and profit, because have they been bought out by their competitor? Are they going to do the same type of testing and processing? Um, many um, health food stores do sell water kits where you can check your tap water, hell, you could check your bottled water for that matter, and run a test mm-hmm. um, and then mail it out. It'll come back and tell you what's in it. If People, lots of people ask me about Britter filters, and yeah, and I, and I say call the company up and see what does that filter take out. Like I have a filter on my shower, and I know it definitely takes out the chlorine because you don't smell it in the water anymore. So, but it says on the package what it removes, and then if it's not there, it's not removing it. So Britter does not, you know, if it says it removes A, B, and C, then you know it doesn't remove D to Z, you know? So that's what you want to check. And that's why you want to, you know, that's why you want to eat as healthy as possible. And and you want to know what's in your tap water because you may be using that to boil and cook with. And boiling the water doesn't necessarily kill out, you know, everything. How is it going to remove lead? If you have tap water that has lead, boiling it is not getting that out. You know, no. so there's certain things. An organism, mm-hmm. you know, if you boil it high enough, you may get a, a microscopic organism. You may kill it. Um, it all depends. But water is fascinating. Oh. We need it, but then it could also be yeah. detrimental. I mean, imagine those people in Chicago, if they're little kids having that, or elderly people, or anyone with a weakened immune system. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're talking wow. about brain damage, brain damage caused by the the dangerous number 
of those things. But, you know, listening to this, uh, someone might get cynical too, you know, listening to this show because you're like, well, am I just fighting an uphill battle? It seems like the people that I'm trusting with my dollar to buy decent food for my family is actively working against me. It's, it's kind of disheartening. But, you know, give us give us a spin of, of, of why it's important for us to keep, you know, moving forward and, and you know, and, and, and keep, you know, being aggressive in kind of challenging these things because, you know, people do have have a voice and they have strength in numbers and it may seem like, you know, a, a negative that everyone's trying to work against me and keeping my family healthy, but ultimately we do have the power to make the right choices. We do. I mean, look at these companies that never had organic versions of anything. We look at Heinz, Heinz ketchup, never had organic and then enough people complained about high fructose corn syrup being loaded with mercury. And, you know, lots of kids eat French fries and use ketchup, and they're getting mercury into their little bodies that they can't process, right? Or in no adult, nobody should be ingesting mercury. And when you look at anything that has high fructose corn syrup, you know it has mercury in it. So these companies may have seen a hit in their wallet because that's the only way they're going to make a change. They're not going to say, oh, little Johnny is getting mercury with his ketchup, so let's make an organic version. No. Someone stopped or someone brought awareness or like GMO labeling. When enough people complain about it and then you have Trader Joe's saying, okay, by this year we're going to show if it's GMO or not, and then you have the option to buy organic or not. And organic is coming down. You know, you go to local supermarkets that offer organic. It is less money. It's not so expensive as before. It, does, it could be even less. If we only chose to buy that, no one's going to buy the one with the pesticides. So there is, there is power in numbers. There's powers in our voices. And yes, you want, you don't want to just throw your hands up and say, okay, put the lead in the water, put the glyphosate and the pesticides in my food, just kill me all together. And when I get some degenerative disease, give me a toxic treatment remedy as well. No, we're smart. Right? We could move. We could be the driving force. I mean, look at the Me Too. Look at the woman's equality. Things are turning around because enough people are speaking up. And that's why you want to continue. You want to be empowered with the knowledge that you can make a difference. You, one person, and then you add another person and another person and another person, and you can move a mountain. So that's why, because you don't want someone to tell you what you should be poisoning your body with. You don't want to pay right. someone to do that. Right. No, we point. got three minutes Amen. left. I, I Amen. Just, this flew by. So, Stacy, I'm going to let you close it up because I know I know you guys uh, probably want to touch on one more thing before we go or, or something like that. But we got three minutes left. I can't believe how much time went by so quickly. Wow. Uh, well, okay, I'll close it out. And, uh, well, I just want to thank Nancy um, because she's a very busy professional and she's got clients all over the world. She is based right outside of New York City, but she Skypes. She she does consultations by phone, so you don't have to miss out on her expertise. Um, all you have to do is shoot her an email and get the ball rolling and really do check out her website and her blogs because uh, she gives information that you're not going to see on, uh, you know, I won't mention any names, but there are a lot of daytime talk shows that purport to be, you know, in your corner in terms of giving you better health ideas. And I certainly find Nancy's information much more useful, but it's, um, it's nitty gritty. It's not manipulative. So, you know, you're not going to see her on some of these daytime talk shows, and that's okay. It's like she said, we're, we're kind of moving forward, a small army, but we're making strides. And so check her out, and, and do also check out my website, because um, getting back to that thing about corn and white carbs, I, I have a lot of recipes on my blog that um, totally take that stuff out of the equation, and I used to be pretty much carb-free, and 
I know I'm starting to take back healthy carbs like brown rice and quinoa. Um, there's a recipe for quinoa grits. And it might not sound so great, but it really, once you give your palate a little time to adjust, I've really backed off the dairy, even the, the sheep and the, and the goat, and I feel a lot better. Um, so you can have starchy things, absolutely. Just make it good, and your body will appreciate it. And also Nancy's Instagram, I'm not, you know, as Nancy knows, I'm not the biggest fan of vegetables, but Nancy has the most beautiful salad porn on her Instagram account. It makes me want to eat salad. So check that out. And everybody, just have a great week. Be, be kind to yourself. That's what I really want to get across. Be kind to yourself and eat some good food that's good for and you. Thank you, thank we, you we Nancy, for being here. Yes, we are grateful, Nancy, for taking the time. And, and thank you, Stacey, as well. NancyGuberti.com, uh, StaceyMorris.com. We're grateful for your time. I think we are all out um, of time, but I think we have a couple of minutes to go over. But thank you guys so much. Crystal, do you have a quote real quick to, to fire I, us off? If we're, if we're still do. here. I do. It's from Barbara Bush. Um, never lose sight of the fact that the most important yardstick of your success will be how you treat other people, your family, your friends, your coworkers, and even strangers you meet along the way. But don't forget yourself. Um, Love it. Thank you guys perfect. so much. Perfect. Thank you. So next week, remember, thank you. all your thank life, you. and we'll see you guys soon. We'll see you guys at summertime. Take care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Bates. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.